I'm Aubrey. And I'm Heather. And, and this, this is Word Vomit. Season two, you guys. We are so excited to record this season of Word Vomit. Um, and we're going to start it off with just a couple get-to-know-Heather-and-Aubrey questions. So I'm going to start it off with asking Heather um, one of our favorite get-to-know-you questions. What is the most annoying question that people ask you? <laughs> that well, question. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. The first thing that came to my mind is... When my brother was in high school, he used to love to ask people really weird questions. Just, I don't know why. And he, his favorite question to ask people, just to baffle them, was, what's your favorite name to say? <laughs> I don't know. That confuses that. me. <laughs> also annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know why that came to my head. That's probably not my answer, but that's the first thing that came to mind. So there you go. Um, all right. My first question for you, Aubrey, is what is the best and what is the worst thing about getting older? Oh, um, <laughs> I think the best thing about getting older, and this might just feel a little philosophical, but I just think you get to know yourself better. And for the most part, I feel like I'm able to deal with things a little bit better. Maybe not completely, but at least I can recognize when I'm falling into old patterns that bug me or things like that. I just feel like I'm more aware of who I am. Um, so I like that about getting older. I totally agree with that. I love that. Yeah. It just, I feel like you get to know yourself and it makes life a little bit less crazy, at least internally. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you realize like, oh, this isn't worth getting really upset about mm -hmm. or it's not worth holding a grudge about this. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I love that I can just feel a little bit more confident in who I am and have grace for other people. You know, mm -hmm. so I like that. Um, well said. I like your philosophical touch. <laughs> Thank you. I feel so enlightened <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> the thing I hate about getting older is just like, I like started to see like wrinkles and like stuff <laughs> under my eyes. And I feel like that has just really started this year where I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, do I need eye cream? Like, <laughs> How old are you, Aubrey? I'm, do you want to oh, reveal I don't that care. on our I'm, podcast? I'm turning, well, I'm 27, but I'll be 28 next month. You made it further than I did. I swear, like, I hit my 25th birthday and all of a sudden I was like, where did all these wrinkles come from? <laughs> uh, now I understand Botox. Like, oh my. just a little I bit. I used to be so anti, but I am a believer now. <laughs> I haven't used it, but I definitely would. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day. Maybe yeah. I'll put that sweet, sweet poison under my skin. Um. <laughs> I think I think it definitely has to be done in moderation. Oh, because for sure. There are, I could make a whole magazine of women I don't want to end up looking like yeah, because that, of like, their Botox. scare me just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Okay, here's my next question for you. 
if all jobs had the same pay and hours, what job would you like to do? Hmm. That is a great question. I shouldn't go with my first thoughts because they're always kind of ridiculous. But (laughs) when I was in, I can't remember if it was junior high. Yeah, it was junior high. They had us do like a whole report on, we did like a whole unit on finding the right job for you and careers. And I did my, all my papers and everything on photography because that was something I really wanted to pursue. And I didn't, and I'm not any kind of a photographer. I mean, I use my iPhone and take some really nice portrait pictures with that. You do. But that's about the extent of it. (laughs) Um, But I would love to get trained on that and learn how. But the downside of that is I feel like everybody in the world is a photographer now, and they're basically out of business because the technology we have available at our fingertips Yeah, it's hard to get into a good niche with that. Like, you have to be amazing to really make that, like, your full-time career. Right. That would be a cool job, though. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. You're still young. You can still do it. (laughs) It's true. It's not too late. We actually just took family pictures of my myself, my husband, and my baby, And I'm going home over Thanksgiving and we're taking family pictures for my side of the family. And then shortly after that, we are taking pictures on my husband's side of the family. So, you know. Wow. It's just maybe that's why it came to my mind first because my mind is just – that's all I'm thinking about lately. That's a lot of family photo um, outfits. I (laughs) I know. I'm like, should I just wear the same thing at every one? Or do I really need to take advantage of this and buy a new outfit for everyone? I like that answer I'm like, the Heather I know would take the second (laughs) answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Aubrey, your next question. What is the most – okay, I love this question, and I'll explain why. What is the most immature thing you do? I love this question for you because you're not an immature person at all. Like, very rarely. I can't think of an example of a time that you are immature, so I really want to hear from you. Oh, gosh. Now I feel pressure to think of something good. Um. (laughs) You can't think of one because there probably isn't No, no. I can think of one. Um, Like, I still feel like I need to, like, sneak, like, Oreos and stuff. <laughs> so like just being like sneaky about like my Oreo purchases and then like hiding them and then just like I don't know just like Oreos. I think that's just my answer is right. just Oreos. I like knowing that about you. <laughs> I'm like I wish I could come up with a better one, but no, I think that's a great one. <laughs> I don't hide this is how bad I don't hide my snacks. Um, my husband today came up to me and handed me a large spoonful of peanut butter and chocolate chips. I, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe he did that because I'm grumpy. And, oh, I bet that's why he does that sometimes. <laughs> this is new within the last, like, month or two. That's kind of my guilty pleasure is a spoonful of peanut butter and chocolate chips. And I'll usually get it myself, but just recently he started getting it for me. Hmm. And I, yeah. Maybe he's I feel just like getting smarter. <laughs> It has nothing to do with your attitude. (laughs) He just wants to show you some love. It's not about you. It's about him, right? (laughs) Yeah, he's just turning into a sweeter person. That's it. Yeah, you're perfect. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I truly mean it. Um, <laughs> um, no, really, I do think Heather really is like the perfect friend. Just FYI, so everybody knows she's a great friend. Um, oh, Aubrey, <laughs> that's why I'm here with you right now. Oh. So sweet. You're the perfect friend. <laughs> oh, thank you. Now I'm going to ask you another question. <laughs> okay. Where would you rather be from? So you're from Utah. Where from anywhere in the world would you rather be from? Oh, that's a great question. My husband is almost done with dental school. And so what do they say? The world's my oyster. Mm-hmm. Does that apply in this situation? I, I, I would say we so. Can, we can choose to go wherever we want to practice dentistry. And my husband doesn't want to stay – What doesn't want to go to Utah, which is where I'm from because he's not a big fan. And I don't want to stay in Arizona because I have a hard time with the heat. My husband also does not want to go to California because he doesn't like the traffic. And he doesn't want to go to the East Coast. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that really limits where we can go. Yes. Uh-huh. We've been looking at living in Washington or Oregon or Colorado. So I guess since those are my favorite three places that I'd want to live right now, those would be my favorite three places to be from. Those are good places to be from. I'm limiting myself because I'm only thinking in the United States. And Mm -hmm. I guess I don't really know a lot more about other countries, except I know a lot about Russia but uh, <laughs> while I love Russia, I know I don't want to live there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's my final answer. Final answer. Oregon, Colorado, <laughs> or Washington. Very specific. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Um, I, I asked that question because, like, I'm, like, a real big daydreamer. Maybe that's something immature about me. But I just, like, daydream about, like, different scenarios that my life could have been like little things and not like I'm unhappy with my life, but just, I just, my, I just let my mind wander like that. And like, as a kid, I always wanted to be from London because I wanted, I wanted the accent. (laughs) Okay. I'll give you that for sure. Uh, There's a girl that comes to our play group who has the most amazing accent. She does. I know who you're talking about. Yes. Mm -hmm. And every day I wish I was her. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard not to. It's like America. Your answer is a lot more interesting than mine was. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here's your next question. All right. If your childhood had a smell, what would it be? Oh, man. That is. If you need to choose, like, a top five, because, yeah, that's kind of a weird question. <laughs> like, I guess maybe instead of being, like, so literal, I would say orange vanilla because Ooh. it's, like, it's comforting, but also it's, like, really fresh, and I feel like everybody enjoys it. I don't know. I feel like it's a positive scent. Maybe. Oh, absolutely. And so I just, I had a really good childhood. My parents were really good to me. My brothers and I did like everything together. Um, I had good friends and good people in my life and I feel like I was really lucky. And it was kind of just like a a really good, yummy smelling childhood. (laughs) So you said orange vanilla? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that sounds orange vanilla to me. Right. It's like a creamsicle. It's a good oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that sounds good right now. <laughs> it does. It's cold here, but I would go for that. <laughs> yeah, it's cold in my apartment right now, too. If I had to choose a smell, I think I would choose the Volcano Candles from Anthropology. Oh, that's my favorite. I happen to know that even your husband likes that scent. Mm-hmm. We're actually getting diffusers for our house <laughs> for Christmas Ooh, yum. to go all up. not Like, it's not a, yeah, it's not a Christmas scent, but, I mean, I think it's just a scent for every time. Oh, anytime. Childhood, That's, right now. If yeah. you are looking for a good Christmas gift for your significant other, man, Volcano. this is another thing we should be getting sponsored for. I'm going to call Anthropology. <laughs> I know. Go get yourself a volcano candle. <laughs> Hello, We Capri just gave them Blue so candles. much business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I agree. All right. This is happening. We'll give them a call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. When was the last time you changed your opinion about something major? Well, my first thought was having to do with politics, and my second thought was having to do with LGBT. Choose your own adventure. Okay, LGBT. I find myself more and more just wanting to be understanding and find myself more and more wanting to... I guess, know where that community is coming from and be supportive of where they are at in their lives. I guess just be more loving towards those people. And I, those people, I don't like to categorize them because they're all individuals and they're all great people. I feel like it's always good to like open up your heart to people. And if you're, if you're changing in a way that makes you more loving to people, I always think that's a good a good change my is it my turn Mm -hmm. yep okay um what irrational fears do you have oh many (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like kind of on the anxious spectrum (laughs) oh me too for sure i'm like so i it's so funny because i feel like a little dissonant about things because i'm like really happy really like understanding and I think for the most part like a pretty chill person but I get like these irrational anxieties um so I think one of my biggest ones is being in an elevator with a stranger alone like a man for the most part so I mean I think that stemmed from watching Oprah when I was 14 um (laughs) and this girl got kidnapped in an elevator um what yeah well not i guess yeah he grabbed her and then like went out the side like exit and what she, do you mean like you so mean you know how like exit? you know how like a lot of places you have like elevators and then like the stairs oh yeah so he grabbed her and like like hauled her down she the was stairs. like getting out of or into the elevator and he just like well, so, like, Yanker. they went up a couple floors or down a couple floors or something like that, and then mm-hmm. he just grabbed her, and they went Ugh. down and then, like, out this back exit, and it, her parents had just talked to her about, you know, if she ever got kidnapped, to fight. They're like, we don't, like, we don't care what they say, you fight, and, like, she started screaming and punching, and she was saved by people going into the hotel. 
What? Um, that but anyway, that gave me goosebumps. Yeah. So Oprah, that you've done it again. Me. I know. Oprah, thanks for raising awareness <laughs> and my anxiety levels. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, what other irrational fears do I have? I like have a really hard time with letting Violet sleep with blankets. And she's like a year and a half. But like now we've started giving her one blanket. I mean, she wears a sleep sack, like a like a minky sleep sack. Mm-hmm. I didn't give her a blanket until last month, and she's a year and a half. I get it. I feel like with being a mom just comes a whole new set of fears and anxieties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just have, like, a bunch of random little ones that I, like, think about. I'm like, ooh, that's scary. <laughs> I know. You can't you know? dwell on them too much no. because if you do, it escalates quickly. Yeah, there, exactly. I have a funny memory from when I was at girls' camp when I was younger. Uh-huh. We stayed up all night one night, and somehow in conversation, we were all talking about, like, our greatest fears. And there's this girl who was saying that her greatest fear was having her stomach eaten out by a deer. And she said this with a completely serious face, and she was like, no, you guys, it almost happened to my friend. And I was like, it almost happened to your friend? Like, how do you know that a deer was thinking about eating out your stomach? I, it's just really stuck with me because she was so serious about it, and I was like, how in your right mind is that? But you know what? Everyone has a rational fear, so I respect it. For the most part, for the most part. <laughs> that, like, confuses me, gives me a little bit of the creeps, and also makes me reevaluate my relationship with deers. So. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's a good I question. All right. Next question. What gets you fired up? Oh, what gets me fired up? Like... Like angry fired yeah. up or like excited fired up? Mm, angry. I feel like it's funnier to hear what people get mad about. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if I sat and thought about this too much, um, toilet seat's a big one. Let's see. Like Tanner I leaving just, it up, or he is pretty good about it. But more than that, <laughs> sorry Tanner, I love you. But just not putting it up at all. When he pees, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> just put it up. <laughs> um, so that one really gets me. That is so funny. Also, I'm not attacking my husband right now. I love him very much. I just want to be clear. But I guess this when I mostly just do his laundry and my baby's laundry. But... When anybody in the home doesn't put their laundry in the laundry hamper, they put it, like, right next to the laundry <laughs> basket. I'm like, come on. Parker. The laundry basket is right there. Oh, Parker, he's so much trouble. <laughs> My little almost two-year-old <laughs> can't put his stuff in the hamper. <laughs> Parker. Oh. oh. Oh my gosh, that's um, funny. I feel like I could come up with a lot more. Let me let me think for a minute. So one that is I think about every time I go running is 
the right of way with pedestrians. Mm-hmm. I don't really get fired up about it, but I have some friends and acquaintances that do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to share one of my friends' stories. I don't think she'll be mad about it. I'm not going to share who she is just in case, but she was running and she was running up behind this lady and the lady was walking her dog and she like yelled for the lady like excuse me and so the lady moved out of the way and she ran past on the sidewalk and then the lady like was upset about it and yelled at her and was like I'm here walking a dog you go around me and like gave her grief for it and my friend was complaining to me about this but I couldn't really side with her on it I was just like Yeah, but there's not really a right of way when it comes to pedestrians. So my view on that is just if you're a pedestrian, you always offer to let the person that's going by take the sidewalk. Yeah. And then they'll be grateful. So then you'll have a lot better exchange rather than just having a yelling match. Yeah, rather than having the thought in your mind like they better move, you know, or like having some kind of a standoff when you're walking towards someone that's I don't so know. funny I've like never really thought about it I'm just like la 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 whatever but I well that's what it. I daydream about when I'm on my run <laughs> <laughs> so right of, right of way scenarios and I actually have one more so I was going down the sidewalk taking Parker on his morning walk and a bicyclist came down <laughs> the sidewalk and there were rocks on both sides of the sidewalk, and I was in a stroller, so I couldn't really just move no, off the side. Yeah. I mean, I could have just moved off the sidewalk into the rocks, but I wasn't able to keep moving. And we were kind of speed walking, you know. I was getting my exercise on, so I didn't want to stop. But there's this bicyclist coming towards me, and there's a bike lane right next to yeah, us. Yeah, so that's annoying. A little bit annoyed, just like, come on, go in the bike lane. But I didn't say anything. I kind of stuck to my give the other person the right of way rule and I pulled off into the rocks and he went by and I was a little annoyed about it which is silly but I was and he went past me and there was a lady ahead of me and she starts yelling at him she's like don't you know that pedestrians have the right of way on the sidewalk and I was like oh haha I wasn't gonna say anything but I'm glad she did but then they started making out and I was like what? oh she <laughs> I know, it's not funny. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then I quickly realized, oh, she was just kidding and they're like a couple. So <laughs> I didn't really get my vengeance after all. <laughs> oh, Heather. This is gonna haunt me. <laughs> yeah. Why? You'll never think about walking down the sidewalk the same no, way. Again. Why did this have to happen to you? <laughs> no, but seriously, that is annoying and he should have been in the bike lane. I know. But, you know, who cares, really? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does, but it doesn't. You know, when it's early in the morning and you're tired, sometimes you get a little worked up about things that don't matter. I'm like, anytime I'm tired, I get a little worked up. (laughs) Which is a lot lately. I'm tired a lot lately. Well, you know what? That's a part of having a nearly two-year-old. Yeah, that's true. Okay, when do you truly feel alive? I'm like, I'm kind of just um, a little, I guess, chill. I just, I feel alive when I'm with, like, my my family, like, my husband and my baby and my dog. Um, and we just can, like, enjoy our time together, not, like, worry about rushing to the next thing. 
I'm like, even just like being silly at home, I feel like I can truly enjoy what we're doing. And I feel alive then when we don't have like a bunch of commitments and chores to do around the house. Um, And then also just when I travel, I feel like traveling is such a good way to expand your mind and to increase your love for others and also just see really cool things and have a fun time. And I think it's a great way to get away from things and reevaluate what's important to you and make you feel alive. Yep. Have to agree with both of those. Um, Another one that came to my mind was every once in a while, I I will go to a wedding reception and that beat will just really get to me. Mm, Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I'll end up out on the dance floor and I will just let loose on the dance floor. And yes. I truly feel alive. You know, if I'm yeah. breaking a sweat at a wedding reception, I know that yeah. I'm doing it right. Oh, and you know what? We went to a concert. We went to the Bastille concert last night. Oh, that's and right. I feel, How was it? Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. It was seriously one of the best concerts I've ever, ever been to. And Andrew and I go to a lot of concerts. So I guess that's another time I feel alive. I love going to concerts and just seeing live music. I just think it's amazing how talented some people are. It was amazing. It was so good. If you ever have the chance to go to a Bastille concert, even if you don't even know their songs, you should go. And chances are you probably know a few. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's always really impressive when the live music is really good, too. Yeah. That always makes me just that much more impressed with a musical group. Well, yeah, that was the thing last night. It was better than even their music videos and their music videos are amazing, but geez, in person, it was just like, holy crap. It was amazing. I will add best deal to our um, sponsor list. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) yeah, sure. (laughs) I'll contact them and ask if they want to to pay us some money for (laughs) advertising for them. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. That is so funny. But yeah, so anyway, just, I guess, music, travel, and family. Good answers. And a good workout. Aubrey? Oh, yes. Oh, I have to agree with that. Okay, now I have to tell this. Okay, we The other night, a new EOS gym just opened up by where I live. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am... I'm adding EOS to the list. (laughs) And um, I went to this class. I didn't know the instructor or anything. It was just a Zumba class, and I wanted to go get my heartbeat up. So I went, and there was this guy teaching the class, and he was amazing. He was dancing and doing toe touches, and he was twerking, and... He had a following there. Keep in mind, this gym just opened. So there must be other girls from up, like other people from other locations that just love him and came to hit this location to do his Zumba class because there were like five or six girls throughout the class that were wearing tank tops that said the Nando experience. Wow. His name's Fernando. His name is Fernando. So did you get yourself one of (laughs) those? I'm thinking about it because I laughed the entire class. He was so into his dancing and we couldn't have fit one more person in the room. That's amazing. (laughs) That is so fun. So workouts definitely Mm -hmm. make you feel alive. They do. 
should we move on to our next segment? Yeah, so since the holidays are upon us, we thought we might share our uh, favorite holiday traditions and then do a fun little who, what, when. Okay, I'm going really classic on you, being really basic right now. Do it. Mine's going to be a Christmas tradition, and on Christmas, I'm just going to throw all my Christmas traditions at you. First of all, I make my husband watch Home Alone with me every single Christmas, and he gets really sick of it, And but he's typically a good sport about it. Then where I used to live growing up in Utah, my neighborhood, the Boy Scouts would come around and they would give everybody luminaries, just like white bags with uh, sand in the bottom and candles, and everybody would line their driveways and the edge of their property with these luminaries. And then on Christmas Eve, everybody would dim their lights in their car and drive around the neighborhood and go look at all the pretty luminaries and listen to Christmas music in the car. And I loved it so much. I don't know how I can get that instigated in my neighborhood, but I think I'm going to try and make it happen at some point in my life. So You could do it. If anybody could do it, you could do it. (laughs) I'll keep you posted on that one. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Um, And then my family would go downtown Salt Lake, um, Salt Lake City, Utah, and we would go look at the Christmas lights. That Oh, yeah. They're amazing. At the Salt Lake City Temple Square. They go all out with their Christmas lights, and it's beautiful. And then we would go get hot chocolate afterwards at either Little America or Grand America. Mm. And then we would sit by the fire there and just warm up and Man, you guys were so basic. I love it. So basic. (laughs) And oftentimes we would go on a carriage, like a horse-drawn carriage ride downtown Mm -hmm. that same night. So so just talking about it makes me nostalgic, but it was really fun. But let's hear about your favorite tradition, Aubrey. Okay. Well, I mean, I loved it because we always did our Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. Um, so we do like a really nice dinner and then we'd, you know, read the story of like Christ's birth. And I always really liked doing that the night before because then Christmas could just be fun. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I get it, I get it, because we just played all day on Christmas, and no one had to worry about, like, making food or doing anything else, but just playing and sleeping, and so I kind of, I loved that, that we kind of just did all of the stuff that required work the night before, and I (laughs) I loved doing that stuff, you know, and obviously it's a huge part of Christmas, and it was a great way to start it out and then it was just fun to have a chill Christmas um and then I really loved um and this is something that Andrew and I have like tried to keep going um it was just like finding a family in need and then we'd all just like do something for them like even as kids like I would help wrap the presents or you know different things like that and um I just think that was just my favorite thing to do and it still is um, whenever giving we can. a giving a Christmas to a family in need, yeah, or just as much as we could, just depending on the year, you know, oh, like I even if that, that was just like dinner or you know, like a present for each kid, just something to 
like make people feel loved because I feel like I don't know. That's what Christmas is all about. I mean, Christ and sharing his love. So I don't know. I really like that. And I try to keep it up. Andrew and I have tried to keep that up in our marriages, you know, as often as we could. And I like doing that. I think it's. Oh, I love that. It makes it a little bit sweeter when you actually get stuff because you're like, okay, like I I did something for someone else. So it makes it a little feel a little bit more special when. You see the work that goes into giving something some something to someone, and then you get something. Right. I don't know. I liked that. That was really good. I love that. All right. Okay. You ready for your who, what, when? <laughs> so, oh, I'm so okay. Ready. So for people who haven't listened to our podcast before, who, what, when is where we give um, each other the who of a story, the what of a story, and a when, and then the other person has to guess, and we see how close we get. Um, so it can be kind of fun, kind of (laughs) hilarious sometimes, (laughs) but anyway, okay, go for it. Okay. So my who is dental office staff. My what is gifts and my when is four years ago or so. Four years ago. All right. So you were married at the time. Mm-hmm. All right. And. Okay. So I'm going to say that four years ago, since you're like an office manager, you you planned out like the gifts for the entire dental staff. And. You got them, like, all something really good from the dentist, but you didn't get yourself it because that'd be weird because it's from the dentist. And then the dentist gave you, like, a keychain, and everybody else <laughs> got, like, a $50 gift certificate to Target. What did my keychain look like? <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> it was just, like, a it was just like a really ugly, like, black circle. <laughs> black circle was it plastic or metal Uh, metal for sure and like now (laughs) at least he gave me that (laughs) (laughs) now come to think of it it was actually like an ornament and it wasn't black but it was an ornament keychain so very seasonal oh that was so thoughtful of the dentist (laughs) i mean you are so close to the reality of what happened but I think what confused you is all of our talk about Christmas because this was actually a Valentine's. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So what happened is my husband was working as a dental assistant at an office and he went in, this was right around Valentine's Day, I think it was a day or two before, and all the girls in the office were talking about what they're getting their significant other for Valentine's Day or what they're hoping to receive. And they're asking my husband, so what are you getting for your wife? And he said, oh, I got, I'm getting her a vacuum this year. (laughs) And they were all like, what? (laughs) And he was like, well, yeah, we do this thing. We have a tradition where on Valentine's Day, we give each other practical gifts. And they're like, wow, Tanner, like, that is quite a gift you gave your wife, or you're getting your wife. Like, at least tell us you got her something good last year. What did you get her last year? 
And he was like, a mop. (laughs) (laughs) And in his defense, those are the gifts that I asked for. I specifically told him I needed a mop one year. And I specifically told him I wanted a vacuum the next year. But it sure made him sound bad at work. Oh, that's funny. That's like the stereotypical, like, misogynistic, (laughs) like, no. But Tanner is not like that. Tanner's awesome. Not at all. That's so funny. He was just being a sweet husband who got me exactly (laughs) what I wanted. So he nailed that Valentine's Day. Way to go, Tanner. He nailed it. (laughs) If you know what I mean. <laughs> I literally like covered my face. I still like because <laughs> you're embarrassed for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not embarrassed for you. Embarrassed for me that that stuff makes me embarrassed. Sorry, <laughs> it doesn't really. But you know, I still have to cover my face as like pretense. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So here's my who, what, when. So my brothers and me and um, stairs and Christmas morning. Okay. I know exactly what happened. So this was when you were pretty young and impressionable. (laughs) And you and your brothers had just watched Home Alone because, I mean, everybody does that on Christmas, like around Christmas. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there is a part in Home Alone where the kid, Kevin, is the main character's name. He's at, I think he's like eight years old. And he takes a bucket of paint and he ties it to, I don't know what he ties it to, but he sends it like careening down the stairs and there's some burglars that are trying to rob his home and it hits the burglars like square in the face. <laughs> he sends multiple paint cans down. And I think that's in Home Alone 1, 2, and maybe even the third one. I don't know. Um, they really like the paint cans. So you and your brother saw this and you were like, this is awesome. We should try this. But we don't. Your brothers are like, Aubrey, you've got to be our, uh, what's it called? Like when lookout? You're like, not a stunt double, but, like, a stunt stuntman. Okay, okay. Um, they're like, you're going to be our stuntman. We are going to try, like, these paint cans coming down the stairs swinging at you. But, like, we'll wrap your head in bubble wrap so it won't hurt. <laughs> oh, gosh. And <laughs> you were like, okay. So poor, sweet, little, innocent Aubrey let her brothers wrap her head in bubble wrap until it was the size of an enormous pumpkin and then they sent a can of paint down the stairs. It hit you right in the head. And, you know, it actually didn't cause any damage to your face. It was just the paint can knocking you down the stairs that did the damage. And (laughs) thankfully, it was nothing too serious. You really just ended up with, like, a few bruises here and there. But your brothers, it, like, really gave you some cool points with them. So it was worth it so worth it i'm like i wish that would have happened but (laughs) (laughs) you can tell people that story okay done it's already it's already part of my history now (laughs) Um, probably when you get older and start losing your memory like when you can't really decipher between 
reality. what's real and what's not, you may share that story. So I hope you do at some point. All right. I will at the nursing home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what actually happened is like, this was like every year from the time I was like eight to the time I was probably like 14 or 15. So my older brother would always get really excited about Christmas. I mean, I was excited too, but like he would always be like the instigator. We would like try to make the best route down our stairs to go like peek at our presents before opening them. Um, <laughs> we like grew up in a house from 1912. So there's like lots of squeaks and all that stuff. And so, like, oh, so you're like talking like specific foot. Placement. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like, Oh, go down the stairs. It's like, no, like every step has a squeak. So you have to like go to the left on one side, right on the other. That's no easy business. No, Spencer, my older brother would like make me and McKay do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know. So he wouldn't get in trouble, but I don't know why. Because honestly, we opened presents at like 3 a.m. like every what? Christmas. <laughs> Your parents were on board with that? Yeah, they were just like, sure. Your parents are so nice. Of course they were. I know. My dad was just always super excited about Christmas, too. I mean, they both were. And I feel like it just got earlier and earlier every year. Spencer would always just, like, wake us up. (laughs) McKay and I are, like, more in love with our sleep. But it was fun. It's, like, good memories. But I just remember, like, days before Christmas, we would, like, test out the stairs and then, like, go peek at our presents. But I remember one year, it was, like, the year after, like, Hunter was born, our baby brother, so he's a lot younger than all of us. We got, like, in big trouble for doing that because Uh because he wasn't sleeping, and, like, we kept waking him up (laughs) because we, like, (laughs) would keep going downstairs to, like, peek, and he would wake up, but... Anyway, so your your map of where you should take your steps so it wasn't squeaky mm-hmm. wasn't very accurate. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I just think our house just like shifted because I can still go down the stairs and like be relatively quiet, but there's always like one stair that you're like, "What?" I swear, because ah. there are like there are sixteen stairs. That's impressive that you know that. I definitely don't know how many stairs there are in my... Oh, the reason I know that is, like, I have literally fallen down them, like, from top to bottom. (laughs) So you had to count them for when you were telling the story. Yeah. You guys, I fell down 16 16 stairs. stairs. Yeah. That's my story. It was painful. Oh, man. Well, I think those were some pretty decent who, what, whens. I think we had some... Pretty nearly accurate guesses. Yeah, we were so good at guessing. Don't forget to reach out to our sponsors, Blue Apron, Volcano Candles from Anthropology, <laughs> and Bastille, guys. They are all great people and products. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so funny. Well, we are super excited about this season, and we're excited to get to know you guys better. Um, so if you could send us a DM or um, write in your comments about your favorite holiday tradition growing up or send us a who, what, when and see if we can guess it. All right. You guys know where to find us. We'll talk to you next episode.
Thanks for listening to Word Vomit. We always love hearing from our listeners, so leave a review, connect with us on Instagram at wordvomitthepodcast, or shoot us an email at wordvomitpodcast at gmail.com. Can't wait to hang out with you next time on Word Vomit. Word Vomit.